Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Previously on the Truth Cast. You know what's depressing? Having your cousin make you take the life of your lover, Ruben Stutter. You made your cousin kill a man. It is one small sacrifice for self-enlightenment. So you don't regret it? No, it made you a better person. Thomas, I'm gonna go kill this motherfucker. Dick. Holy shit, that's hot. People won't like that I got murdered on this show. I trust you. I think he's going to regret having his last words be that he trusted me. You know about the owl? Oh, I was the owl. I was controlling the owl. Paul was behind the whole thing. Paul was behind the whole thing. Paul was behind the whole thing. We roasted marshmallows and shared ghost stories with him. I am arresting you. This is bad, Dickie. I give you the maximum life sentence for all these crimes. No possibility for parole. We're going to have to destroy Paul. We are. It's the last time I share methamphetamines with anybody. There's a lot weighing on my conscience. I hope that stands up in court. Truth cast. Beginning transmission. Have the fun in spiting my lips. It is so sensual. It's a very basic conspiracy. I promise this won't hurt at all. You laughed at me. I did. Sorry. Government is playing a game. They want to see if they can make people disappear. We will not be silenced. Okay. There are still so many unanswered questions about what's going on. I think it's funny that you're coming at me with three identifications and they're all clearly squirrels. <laughs> oh, he had sex with an owl. I had to maintain my dominance. I'm a regular Dan Rickles. Keep your hands to yourself. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Truth Cast that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. I am Thomas Luge, and I am here as always with my partner, Mr. Little Dickie Ricketts. Hey, Thomas. It's good to be in our new Truth Studios. Yes, yes. We unfortunately had to move the Truth Studios to Video HQ, that is a video rental store up in northern Oakland County. We chose the video store because there are no customers here, and it is nice and quiet, and we can record our episodes uninterrupted. And because I got kicked out of the church's chicken across the street from the check cashing place where we had been recording on account of the fact that drumsticks give me a bobo. Dickie was much too distracted for us to continue recording at my father's check cashing uh, location. So here we are at video headquarters and we have a very special guest that I gotta be honest with you, Thomas, I'm very nervous about. Dickie, we are here to mend fences. I can understand how there may be some apprehension, but we are here to come together. I'm glad that you're just a regular Tom Sawyer over here working on fences. Now, no, you, it's Thomas? Thomas Jamaican Luge. It's not Tom Sawyer Luge. He's your cousin. You should know his middle name. It's Jamaican. Nevertheless, despite Paul's 
inability to remember my name. Um, we are here to come together and put what is in the past in the past. I'm very glad that you both allowed me to bring my support animals with me. Yeah. They are very unnerving. That one cat has a human ear. Like, what's up with that, Paul? He can hear me call him. Wait, is that his name? Yes. How's the vet spell that when you get him his shots? C-H- Okay, that checks out. Okay, I understand like why you replace some of the paws with like hands and feet, but this one just has fingers. That one uh, lets it get in, lets it pick locks easier. You have a cat that you've trained to pick locks. There's so many YouTube channels you can train them now. Oh. I've got to subscribe to that one. Speaking of YouTube channels, did you know that we have ours now? It's youtube.com backslash the truth cast. Oh, where, where you both can spread your propaganda? We are not spreading propaganda. We are spreading truths. That is the whole point of this program. Obviously, you don't know a lot about post no effects punk rock, but it was called propagandy. I don't. I am too busy listening to the sweet purring of my support animals. That's a purr? It sounds like a goat in agony. Or, I don't know if you've seen like the Babadook, but it sort of sounds like that creepy noise. You know that cats that roar cannot purr? Cats that roar cannot purr. How did you find this out, Dickie? I know a lot about cats. I have a cat named Chairman Meow that is still safe, and you will never find out where he is. Are your eyes on him now? Yeah, I have a baby monitor that I can pull up and... Thomas, what's the Wi-Fi here at Video Headquarters? Um, the I password? Be- the password is Footloose2014. Ooh, that's the unmade sequel to Footloose. Yes. Does it have all of the dancing? Okay, hey, 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 wait a second here. I got into the Wi-Fi here, and uh, Chairman Meow is not on the baby monitor. Paul, what the fuck, man? We have you here as a peace offering. Where's my cat? I needed to secure some... Potential collateral in case things did not go as promised. Okay, take your headphones off for a second. Thomas, my cat is on the line here. Don't worry, Dickie. I believe I have just the thing that Paul will need. We are trying to bury the hatchet. But last week, Radar told us that Paul is behind us going to prison and everything. Maybe Paul should put his headphones back on for this. Paul, head headphone. No, Headphones. No, we're not dancing. Please, put, put your put, headphones. Yeah, your head. Put your headphones Stop back on. Stop pointing at your head. Your headphones. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, my support animals just also have dancing feet. Uh, human feet that like to dance. I don't know if you're still listening to the podcast regularly. You should. But last week, Radar told us that you were behind us going to prison and everything. That's why we want you here. We don't care about your Beatles conspiracies or... Excuse me. You don't care about my Beatles conspiracy? You mean my Beatles truth? We don't care about those. We have you here because of our truth, which is that you put us in prison. Yes, Paul. We learned the whole plot um, that was created to silence us. We are here to bring you a peace offering. Wait, really? Yes. But he hosted an episode with my brother, who I do not like at all. Yes, Dickie, but we are right now trapped in a cycle of endless one-uppage, and it cannot go on because the more important thing here is that we continue to release truths to our heroes and not get caught up in petty squabbles. But... 
Paul and Chad are in each other's top eight on MySpace. Might I interject you guys for just a second? You mentioned you all want to, like, bury the hatchet, right? I just want to say that uh, Hatchet is actually a great movie you can rent right here at Video Headquarters. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, it's Jamie, the manager. Thanks, Jamie. Sorry. We're using this space right now. Yes, Jamie. I asked you to please uh, not interrupt our recording. Can you please go back to your counter and continue to serve your customers? I am so sorry. There are no customers. That's why I thought I would let you guys know that we have 80 copies of Hatchet. This is exactly why we recorded here because there are no customers and we thought that there would be no interruptions. Please stop interrupting our program. I apologize. Do you have any copies of Pet Cemetery? We have all the copies remaining in the world. Oh. Wait, the remake or the original? The remake. Nobody bought the remake. The original is out here just selling like hotcakes. It's really crazy. I like in the original when Fred Gwynn's like, some things ain't meant to come back. Some things meant to stay dead. Like feelings. Okay, okay. Jamie, please just go back to the counter right, so guys, we can I'm continue so with I'll, what I'll we leave. are doing here. Um, we came here to bury the hatchets, to break the cycle of... The movies? Yes. Like we're going to bury them like the E.T. Atari 2600 game? Yes, we are going to literally bury them in a landfill. Like the book Hatchet. Of yes, do I need to go do that now with Jamie, or um, you want me still on the podcast? I want you still on the podcast, but if you can go assist Jamie in the preliminary steps of burying them, uh, I would appreciate that because that would get Jamie away from here, so I could continue on with what I am trying to do here with my cousin Paul. Maybe we could bring Chad back. I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. I don't want Chad to come back. Okay, hold on one second. Jamie, go get a snow shovel and start digging a hole. Okay, okay. Jamie won't interrupt us now. Okay, Jamie is gone. Paul, we are here because we want to continue with our program here, our podcast, and continue to deliver truths to our heroes and our past beefs that we've had with one another. Beefs. Are getting in the way of Dickie and I continuing this show. So I am here today to offer you a peace offering so that we may continue on as civil members of a civil society. It's this VHS copy of Hatchet. It is not this VHS copy of Hatchet. I know that you are still very hung up on your past relationship and your past lovers, so I brought you a new lover. You brought Um, me a new lover. I would like you to meet Mr... Clay Aiken. Hello, everybody. How's it going today? Clay Aiken here. Not to be confused with the greatest recording artist of all time, obviously. Jamie, the manager of Video HQ. You got me. You sound very I, I uncannily similar. I snuck back similar. in here. We'll really get Clay Aiken back. I'm sorry. I snuck back <laughs> in. I'm trying to sell you guys a copy of Hatchet 2, that hatcheting. Sorry. Jamie, will you please go back to digging I'll and bring Mr. Clay Aiken. Get Clay Aiken out of the employee restroom. Yes, please have Clay Aiken come in here. Is it the Clay Aiken? It is not the Clay Aiken. Which Clay Aiken is this? It's this Clay Aiken right here. How's it going? Wait, how do we know this isn't Jamie? (laughs) Because he is clearly not speaking with a New Jersey accent. Oh, okay. I have a a Midwestern accent, not a New Jersey accent. Hey, Mr. Aiken, I'm a fan of your work. I appreciate that. The subs you make at Jersey Mike's. They're great, right? If you go to jerseymike.com right now and use coupon code TRUTH, you'll get a gift too sensual to talk about on the podcast. Yes, Paul. It's extra banana peppers. Yes, Paul. I brought here one of the finest sandwich artists in the Midwest, Mr. Clay Aiken. I believe he has many qualities that you will find attractive. 
Oh, because he, he works in a sandwich shop. Do you think you can bring back Reuben? Oh, yeah, that's true. Reuben's name did sound like a sandwich, too. I'm surprised that you are more upset with the beef you had with me instead of the beef you had with an owl. We learned that the owl was just a um, ruse and that my feelings for the owl were very much a, a falsehood, a facade, if you will, that was created by your mind tricks um, in my moment of weakness. And so we are moving forward now and I am bringing you a peace offering. I mean, Paul, come on. Thomas is my guru, my sensei, my yogi, my scoutmaster, my den mother, the batteries inside my disc man. He's the little fuzzy parts that go over my earphones. I don't use earbuds on account of the fact that I have very shallow ear holes. He's the little cotton parts on the top of my Q-tips. He's the bubbles inside my Coca-Cola. But he's a vengeful guru, a vengeful yogi. Should I be concerned with you, Clay, if he's so vengeful? And- I, I think we should at the very least get to know Clay. How did you meet them, Clay? I met them at Jersey Mike's when they came in and asked me for my specialty sandwiches. And listen, I know his name doesn't sound like a sandwich like Rubens did, but Clay can mold a sandwich into anything you want. Yeah, he's truly talented. If you'd like me to make you a Eiffel Tower made out of sandwiches, I can absolutely do that. Do I can't have- add pickles. it'll The whole thing will tumble. But other than that, I can totally make that happen for you. Well, I'm sure you can add a different kind of pickle, right? Whoa, oh. Sparks. Sparks already. Is he flirting with me right now? I'm I kind of flustered Paul, a little Paul, bit. Paul is very forward. I'm, I apologize, but I, once you get to know him, he's very charming. Okay, okay. I think maybe I should ask the question that we're all wondering right now. Clay, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I guess I'd be a mighty oak tree. Because uh, oh. then I could feed squirrels and then they could actually live inside of me, which is something I've always wanted as a human being anyways. Oh, hey. Paul likes small animals. Like hamsters. Yeah. And squirrels. Oh, they're my favorite. cats. Do you make BLTs? I actually do all the time. That is that is my specialty sandwich. You could say that people are aching for Clay's bacon. Yeah, you could say that. And it Whoa. would be 100% factual. You guys this feeling is, this tension right now? I'm feeling it. This is it. going much better than I thought it would. Do you guys mind if I take off my shirt? It's getting very hot in yeah. here. I'm nervous. I've never been with anybody before, so. Wait, what? Yeah. Never touched another. I've never had human contact mm. with anybody because I not even your mother the day you were born. No, well, I'm so busy making sandwiches all the time, and they make you wear those plastic gloves. So I've actually never shaken a person's like actual skin hand. I don't know. I don't know what human skin feels like other than my own. Actually, I'm gonna do it. I'm hugging him. Are we gonna hug right now? Oh wow, he has a lot to sweat in that chest. He's glistening. Go I'm not gonna. It, I'd go rather hug Paul. You guys, I'm not gonna. Oh. I'm gonna not to put any down. weird tension out there. I, th- I think you're great and everything, but Paul over here really piquing my interest. Hmm. Yeah, you're piquing more than just my interest. <laughs> Maybe all four of us should take our shirts off. I will take off my top layer shirt as to keep my top two nipples still covered. Clay, I don't know if you know this about Thomas, but he has four nipples, and he gets all of his psychic powers from his fourth nipple. Whoa. How yes. did you... Do You were born like that? No, no, no. The nipples, they begin to form as you start to develop psychic powers. So the more powerful you get, the more nipples you have? The more attempts at developing psychic powers you take, the more nipples you develop. Okay. 
Is there like a certain number of nipples you can max out at? Like as long as you have space on your body, you can continue to develop nipples. So you could, in theory, just become one giant powerful nipple, or a series of smaller nipples of moderate power that, when they work together, become very powerful. Okay, kind of like Voltron. Yes, yes. Nice. Very much. Wow. Impressive. I just want to get this out there at the beginning. If you enter into a relationship with Paul, Paul is also psychic. I can tell you as a person who is not being in a professional, mostly professional relationship with Thomas, that sometimes it is scary because Thomas knows my every thought. So Paul will know your every thought as you bond over time. I helped Thomas level up while we were in prison by uh, forcefully having sex with him, but not letting him complete himself, which is one of the ways that you do it. So we're going to show you our psychic bond right now. Thomas, project your favorite Eddie Murphy movie into my head. And on the count of three, you and I will both say it. So that way, Clay and Paul can see how united we are. Okay. Will one of you count down? Count down from five? Sure. All right. I mean, I said three, but okay. I mean, <laughs> if you can't follow basic directions, you know. <laughs> he's a sandwich artist, Dickie, not a, a mathematician. Hey, if he's adding up, he's never going to short you on meatballs like Ruben did. Mm, I would yes. never. No, let's compromise. Count down from four. Count down from four. Okay. Four, three, two, one. Both Norbit. Norbit. Whoa. Yeah. We both said Norbit at the same time. That was crazy. It's like all minds were one. That's crazy how you guys both picked the best Eddie Murphy movie, too. What? Paul, what's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? I really enjoy Dr. Doolittle. Uh, mm. Mostly the animals. Opposites attract, though. Maybe. Can me yeah. and her test our chemistry, or can me and him test our chemistry together and uh, say our do second. Do not call him a her. I am you know, so I, sorry. Sometimes I feel like that's how this whole thing started. Because when we first had Paul on the podcast, Thomas did that. Just please, I want this relationship to work out. Because I, I got to be honest with you, I'm, I'm scared of Paul and I want Chairman Meow back. I'm I'm very scared of Paul, dude. I'm so sorry, Paul. I did not mean to call you. Uh, imply that you're a woman. That is that is clearly not the case. Um, As they are inferior. Can we test our chemistry though, and have me and Paul at the same time say our second favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Sure, of course. Countdown from six this time. Yes, you we do could. the even numbers. I'll do the odd numbers. Okay, okay. Here we go. Six, three, four, five, two, one. Haunted Mansion. That's crazy. Yeah, that's totally what Paul said. <laughs> didn't sound didn't sound like he said lotion at all. <laughs> I'm sorry if my New Jersey accent threw you it's off. It's very thick. It's a very thick. Yes, New many Jersey. many times um, with our accent, it sounds like we say one thing when we really say another. Maybe we should do our favorite Will Ferrell movies. Let's go for it. Well, you guys count us down from four again, Paul. This time, would you take the even numbers? <laughs> yes, I can. I can manage that. Four. Three. Two. One. Walk elf. hard. Help. Elf. Yep. Both said elf. Very clearly, we both said elf. Yep. Is it because you both just got in a sticky situation and he likes maple syrup in that? We could say it's the maple syrup, but I believe it's more so the um, the skittles inside of the spaghetti. I thought it was because James Kahn is in it and we do a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> That is a very good uh, observation. There, is it? It, it, it? Very good. Very good observation. Sure it is. What about you guys? What's your favorite Will Ferrell movies? On six again. I'll do the evens this time. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Stranger Than Fiction. Well, I guess we aren't that compatible. Then no, this is good, like- though. It gives you a place to grow from. 
Hmm. You couldn't find somebody from Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's bread is weird. They have free smells. They offer free smells? Is yeah. that really a thing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and they're freaky fast. What um, What? ad genius marketing guru came up with free smells yeah the free smells are uh, was it jimmy or john that came up with that one the ones who knew that customer service is both inside the restaurant and the bedroom so jimmy ricketts used to make me pull his finger for free smells (laughs) i want to go advertising that Guys, Was he be, also a sandwich artist? No. Guys, I'm going to be honest. The free smells at Jimmy John's are not great. All the free smells are actually just of the carcasses that Jimmy John's, of the endangered animals he hunts, it, those are all <gasps> the smells. Hmm. You're so anti-hunting, Paul. Did you know that about Jimmy John's? Yes, Paul. You have been putting your uh, support behind a business run by two men, one Jimmy, one John, that murder animals. Supposedly, allegedly I, murder animals. You should see... I. It was actually the owner of Jimmy John's that showed me how to reanimate animals. You should see what he did with that dolphin. Did he put the dolphin inside of one of his sandwiches? Oh, let's just say uh, water was more that came out of that blowhole. Yeah, I don't want to come town too hard on Jimmy John because there is like that photo of him out there where it looks like he's taking a picture with a dead rhino, but it's just taking a nap. He gets a lot of flack for that, and I don't think that's fair. Sometimes I break out into bullet holes while I nap too. That checks out. <laughs> Have you ever eaten at Jersey Mike's Ball? No, I'm more of a tuxedo Mike's kind of person. Uh, you should try it. They do cheesesteak subs, and they are delish. And look, we have one here. It's just—it's a Philly cheesesteak, and it says Paul Star on it. Yeah, I brought that for you, Paul, specifically for you. If they try and take a bite, you tell them no. I wouldn't dare. Here, just to be safe, I will put Dickie's muzzle on him. Okay, but first, before you take the sub, tell me where Chairman Meow is. Did you hear that? I just told you. Psychically? Yes. Wait, tell me again. Sometimes when I when I'm not speaking, it's uh it's located in the same place as a movie title that has a soundtrack. Don't get written by Kenny Loggins. Top Gun. I'll be right back. I got to here, give me the muzzle and scrap it on tighter, Thomas. Okay. I'm going to go get the talk on and then I'm going to get to and then you guys had the subs. Yes, of course. All okay. right. How do I know that you're not trying to poison me, Clay? I would never, ever try and hurt anybody with a sandwich in my life. As a sandwich artist, it is. I feel like it's my responsibility for people to enjoy the sandwiches I make, and I would never try and hurt them. If I wanted to hurt you, Paul, I would just kill you with my bare hands. Don't you mean with the old plastic glove? Yes. Covered hands. They would be covered in plastic, which would be great, because then I wouldn't leave any fingerprints. Nobody would know it was me. This sounds like a match made in heaven. I'm really vibing with him over here, honestly. I'm glad he finally used the right pronoun. Good for you. See, Paul, I just knew right off the bat that Mr. Clay here would be the perfect match for you. How did you know that? I could tell because of the psychotic look in his eyes as I watched him make my sandwich. He clearly had issues with intimacy due to the gloves constantly on his hand and never feeling uh, human touch or physical closeness. Um, and I knew immediately that the two of you would have much, much in common. That is that is a good a good read on on somebody, and I am impressed. You've surprised me in a pleasant way. And with Clay's not inability to touch, I don't have to worry about leveling down. 
Hey, I'm back. Thank you for chairing me out. In with Top Gun, like you said. I can't. This is hurting my jaws. Hey, let me let me un, un lo, let me loosen that up for you. That's okay. Good. Okay, thank you. Paul, I, I think your gesture of bringing Chairman Meow back here with all of his original parts kind of shows that you have a big heart. Maybe you just need to let someone in. And I know that you're worried about that sub. Oh, that smells good. Hold on. Let me just take a, a no, little Dickie. bite. No, I got it. I got He said no. This is... <coughs> is this pork? <coughs> Nope, I'm sorry. I just swallowed too hard. I thought it was poison for a second. I just, Vicky, I inhale. you must chew. I, you must chew thoroughly. I know I'm supposed you can, to chew. Yes, but it helps your digestion. I like things in my tummy. I think this shows that you have a big heart, and maybe it's time you let someone in that heart again. I would use the term enlarged heart, but I agree that he, he has a very big one. Hey, if he's anything like his cousin, that's not the only big one that he has. Oh, whoa. whoa. Talking wainies. Dropping bombs on us over here. Yeah, wainer bombs. Dickie, you are, you are too generous. No, it's huge. Huge and uncut. Looks like one of them uh, worms and Beetlejuice. Freaky at first. Yeah, it's like the uh, the monster in Tremors, which you can also rent here at video headquarters. <laughs> All five of them. Are you roommates with Jamie or something? <sighs> Yeah, I work here part-time too, Oh, but I, I still handle all the videos with plastic gloves just for consistency. My favorite Tremors movie is Tremors 4. Mm, it's a classic. It is. My favorite Tremors movie is one that is uh, in, in night vision. The entire movie is in night vision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go check out what copies of Tremors they have available. Make a love connection without me. This is quite... Uh, you hearing this right now, Paul? This you could be our future. I had together to. we could create a family. I mean, we couldn't do it physically. We'd have to adopt. These support animals are my children. They could be yours too. This is what happened. But do they cry like that? Because that brings me joy. That is one of them. Okay. I had to give it child's lungs. <laughs> I prefer an animal to have a very distinctly human cry. That voice box lures people in who may be trespassing on my property. Yeah, I love when an animal just kind of like screams from its diaphragm. Like really put some wind into it. You can't do that with cat lungs. You got to do the human lung transplant. I'm on the same page as Paul. Totally. See, you guys are, are really hitting it off right now. Only on the animal stuff, really. But isn't that everything? I mean, I still feel deeply, <laughs> deeply insulted that she would want us or he would want a sandwich from Jimmy John's. I'm Whoa, ruining this date again. I'm, I, I can't get my for pro- that. I can't get my pronouns right. First, I got mad that who's checking out all of the Tremors videos. None are available, and then you're nagging. Paul again? Oh, that's that is what I'm doing. I can't believe you guys caught on to it. I've been well, negging him. Well, it's the flair the that you have with the one fingernail painted. I figured you must have read the uh, Art of Seduction by Mystery. You gotta stop negging. Like Paul is. I deserve better than that. I uh, I didn't read that actually. I listened to it on audiobook. I can't physically read words so that's a problem what's what's the story there well i know numbers really well because somebody you know people would be like can i get a number nine i'm like i know what that is right but reading was just it's really hard to turn pages on a book when you're wearing plastic gloves 24 7 so it kind of it just turned it it's not like i couldn't learn it's just that i don't care to what's the number nine number nine is a blt ironically what's the number six number six that would be uh turkey lettuce and tomato what's the number four it's the number four Oh, they, that's just, just what it's called, yeah. Oh, okay. Why don't you remote view right now and see if Clay's intentions are pure? Oh, boy. They are not pure. 
he's doing way more with that plastic glove than I could have ever imagined myself. Paul, I think this is just you holding on to the past. I think you need to move forward and I think you need to give Mr. Clay Aiken here a chance. I think you should pretend like Clay is Reuben and I think you should give him an apology. You guys hear about the guy with five dicks? His rubbers fit like a glove. Hey, yo, I'm still doing my Guilford Gottlieb comedy stuff on the side. Me offering an apology would imply that I did something wrong, and I believe that I am not the one that took Mr. Rubenstudded's life. Thomas, you said you wanted to end this cycle. Yes, but- Looking at that photo album Paul showed us back at his house last year, you don't seem completely innocent, if I'm to be totally honest with you. I think it is much more detrimental to Paul's development going forward uh, as a person to if Paul does not let go of the past- and we all know that I am not the one that murdered Mr. Ruben Studdard. Thomas, maybe it would be easier for Paul to let go of the past if you maybe took ownership of some of your actions. Paul's family, after all. I can apologize for suggesting to Mr. Ruben Studdard to adopt a rescue dog, knowing that Paul has such a hatred for for dogs, which is why he has so many cats, which could have possibly triggered Paul to take on the actions that he took towards Mr. Ruben Studdard. Oh, I think he did more than that. How many meatballs should go on a meatball sub? Five, of course. Not even close. I don't think so. I would always go to the Subway restaurant near where I lived, and I would always get five meatballs on my sub there. But what if that employee like, had the opposite affliction that Clay has and could read but was not good with numbers? That is a possibility, but Subway is a very large corporation. I feel like they are very consistent, and I feel like if you go there and you get five meatballs at one, you should get five meatballs at them all. Is that how it works in a franchise, Clay? Uh, No, actually. We just kind of throw whatever we feel like the customer, that specific customer, deserves. Like, if I saw you coming to Jersey Mike's, I'd be like, he's getting six meatballs, whether he wants five or not. He deserves six, he just doesn't know it yet. So this shows that I am worth more meatballs, even than what Mr. Studdard gave me. But despite that, I hold no grudge towards Mr. Studdard. Because he's dead. Oh, wait a second. I think I'm feeling a different kind of love connection. It seems like maybe Clay is into Thomas. Paul, I think the only thing you can do is sweep Clay off his fate and uh, make him your own. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. I've, this whole time I've been here, Paul, I feel like I've been trying to impress you and just making a fool of myself. So maybe maybe it's your turn to impress me. I, am I have an impressive job. I make sandwiches for people. I bring joy and sustenance to their lives. Do you misgender them as well? Every single customer but that costs extra. See, this is consistency. This is not a personal attack on you, Paul. This is just an inability for Mr. Clay Aiken here to recognize gender. And do you also neg other people in your life? No, just you, Paul. But that's because I'm trying to get somewhere with this, and negging is the only thing that has worked for my family members in the past. Thomas, you need to apologize to Paul. And that's me telling you, as your student, your Padawan, your disciple, your acolyte, your learnee, the kernels inside your popcorn that you put into your hot oil to make popcorn. I'm the privates in your army. I'm the privates in your scrotum. Thomas, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue the truth cast if you keep holding your grudge with Paul. I think you need to either apologize to him 
Or maybe you and I should part ways. You drive a hard bargain, Dickie, but okay. Paul, I am sorry. Whoa. Whoa. That was that was incredible. I give that an eight because I know what that is. That's powerful. I would give you a ten, Clay. Because <gasps> something would be long and rigid and the other thing would be a hole. Clay, say something nice. Don't be mean. Say something nice. Paul, I'm I'm so flustered right now. Can we should we just leave together? Is that is that too forward? Am I blowing it again? Not yet. I think I'm in, everybody. I think Paul is taking to you right now. I think there. I think he is finally warming up to me, and that that feels good. It's gonna feel better later, but it feels pretty good right now too. I think you two should go and have a romantic meal together right now. I stole a gift certificate to Applebee's, and I want to give it to you too. I respect that, guys, but I I can get us free Jersey Mikes, so I think. Oh. We're going to go get a couple of Rubens and just kind of kind of see where the night takes us, you know? Hmm. All right. Well, you guys have your love connection. Paul, truce? Truce. Let's not waste any more time. My chariot of cats awaits. I guess we're all good now, right, Thomas? Yes, yes. I believe we can all move forward with our lives now. I am surprised at how civil this went. Thank you for living up to being a family. Thomas. Of course. Thank you for coming here and accepting uh, my 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 truce offering. I love you. Say yes. it. Thomas, say it. You wouldn't say it to me, but you can say it to your family. Uh, excuse me, guys. I didn't mean to interrupt this last time, but... Uh, Jamie, I, just, I love you. I just want to let you Jamie, know. Um, Jamie, Just I love- hang on, Dickie. Let me say this. Just let me say it. We got 10 advanced copies of the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie before they fixed him. It's amazing. You might want to check that out. Do you want to come over to the Decojo? Yeah. Which is the laundry room at Mama Ricketts house oh, yeah, where I yeah, live? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'll watch Sonic with you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Dickie. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thomas, you want to come? Of course. Okay. Tell Paul that you love him. I thought I was coming with you instead of saying I love you. Well, I'm going to actually let you come now. <laughs> Just tell Paul that you love him. Paul. Yes. I love you. What was that? I love you. Your Jersey accent's getting in the way. I can't I can't quite hear that yet. But you have a Jersey accent, too. How can you not hear it? He's mumbling with the Jersey accent, which is different than mumbling with a weird accent like you have. Oh. Okay, here you go, Paul. I love you. Well, that's the best I'm going to get. Okay, Paul and Clay are going to go and have their romantic dinner, and me and Jamie and Dickie will go back and watch the pre-corrected Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It's a date. Thank you for listening to The Truth Cast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, please I would tell you to like and subscribe to the podcast, but I've already hacked into your computers and done it for you. Paul Starr was played, as always, by the great Sam Rager. Make sure you check out her album, Trigger Warning, which is available wherever you get your streaming audio needs. I probably could have worded that better, but uh, just listen to her album, Trigger Warning. It's really, really good. I trust that absolutely everyone who listens to this podcast is way more savvy than I am when it comes to internet stuff. If by any chance you are a comedy booker, please book Sam Rager. 
Rager. She is incredibly funny. It is sad that in 2020, female comics still have a hard time getting booked. Clay Aiken was played by Jake Ford. This was my very first time meeting Jake. I am so grateful that he came all the way from Lansing to be part of this. He was Alex's idea, and I think Alex made a great call for this. Jake was super funny, quick-witted, and just fell right into the nature of the show. Incredibly easy. I am so happy I finally got to meet him. In addition to being a talented comedian, he is also a very talented musician. And he just sent me a sneak preview of a new song of his called Do Not Exist. Let's take a listen. you're in the greater Lansing area, Jake is one of the people who lives, uh, well, he's one of the people behind Salsa Parlor, or as he called himself, one of the Salsa Boys. Find Salsa Parlor on Facebook to find out about the great shows that are there. You know what? I think it's about time that I ended up on one of these. I mean, we had Louis Michael on the podcast, and now we just had Jake. I think I earned a spot, right? I can weasel my way into that. My fear is that it's going to be like Billy Crystal on the episode of Comedians, where he goes to like the uh, house party comedy show, and uh, everyone thinks he's the weird, dated old guy. I don't want to be the dated old guy. Thanks for listening to the Truthcast. See you next time. Yeah.